Welcome inside Froggy 92.9. And for the first time, we're actually inside... We're actually inside the studio, which is Yay. kind of bizarre. It's, Ooh, yeah, this, we it's a weird setup, y'all. It's probably too inside baseball, but typically when we record the show, even though we're in the building of Froggy 92.9, we do it in our news station studio, KSRO, because they have the most mics. We actually don't have four mics in the Froggy mm-hmm. studio. We have two and a half. Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. We decided that you know we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to do our own distancing within the building. So just just the four of us, since we share these microphones, anyways, we did a new setup and we're actually in the Froggy ninety two point nine studio. None of us have headphones. You probably mm-hmm. don't care, but if you're in, in radio and you're listening right now, you're gawking and you're gasping and you're going, "What are they doing?" We're also holding the microphones with our hands, and there's no way we are at least six feet away from each other. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a Comic Con panel or something think, like that, and yeah. I'm just like sitting there talking about my new project. Just waiting for Jensen Ackles to come out and sing a song. Oh, could you imagine? He's so pretty. Yep. It's like not. It's unreal. People tell me I look like him, and nope. I go, "Yes." I go, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't know who it is, so but quick. I don't believe it. He's the guy. From, <laughs> he's the guy from Supernatural. Yeah. He's extremely yeah. good looking, and people they tell me I look rid- like Ryan Hurd. Rid- ridiculously good looking, <laughs> and people no, legit, like, don't you look like the guy from Supernatural. And I go, "Yes, absolutely." It's the pants. Sure. Yes, that's me all the time. So all my all me, my gifts, all my gifts are Jensen Ackles gifts. It's People true. tell me I look like Lindsay Lohan before the crack. <laughs> that's a compliment. <laughs> you look like Lindsay Lohan if she grew up and became like a receptionist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, Gained a bunch of weight. I mean, guys, do we want to want to talk about one of these or uh... COVID-19 update? <laughs> Where'd you get this? <laughs> no. How about this one? Corona update. <laughs> Why are they Please happy? Tell me this is not real. Guys, <laughs> are they serious? Here on Froggy 92.9, we got the latest updates on COVID-19 <laughs> and your mama. <laughs> and your mama. <laughs> Health update. Well, you got to keep that 20 feet from each other, and you got to wash those hands for 20 seconds. 20s on the 20s here on Froggy 92.9. <laughs> That is going to be the focus of today's episode. It's going to be a very different episode. Typically, we all bring one story to the podcast each, and we lay it out, and we all have an order that we give it. This is a really strange set of circumstances. And so this is just a freeform conversation between the four of us about coronavirus, the bad, the bad. And there's some funny stuff that happens, too, just as a result of all the lifestyle changes that are having to be made. Open it up. Let's start. You know, Jen, when did you first hear about this? When did somebody tell you? When did you first hear the phrase coronavirus? I heard it on the news a while ago, like way before it was here and we were talking about it. It was just kind of, you know, like a brief news story and didn't think anything of it. SARS, swine flu, bird you flu, know, Ebola, they come and go. And I think, too, is we've been through so much here in Sonoma County that it's just like, I guess a part of you is like, please don't come here. We've dealt <laughs> yeah. with enough in the last five yeah. years. So I guess, yeah, I guess it was probably like late January, maybe early February. 
Amber? Probably when I heard that Seattle was the hub, and then it started popping up in New York, and then we saw it was in San Francisco, and then the Bay Area was shutting down, and that's when I was taking it a little bit seriously. But then I just got a notification today that Baldwin County, where I'm from, is about to get a curfew Hmm. instead of like a shelter in place. And I was like, man, if it's all the way in the southeast, then it's spreading, and it's spreading pretty quickly. I've been taking it seriously, but today it kind of hit me hard. I was starting to worry about my family members and things like that. And Tanner, you still got family up in Washington. That's where you're from. Yeah, that's my whole family. My whole family's up there. It came to a nursing home called Life Care Center of Kirkland in Washington. And my mom works at Life Care Center of Puyallup, which is kind of like us to KSRO, like how we're sister stations, they're sister companies. They have employees that go to both facilities. So that was kind of the first time I went, oh, crap. Just seeing it spread so fast, probably early last week is when I was like, oh, geez, this is going to be a thing. And it's still a thing. And the thing that's so different from this and from wildfires and I feel like everything else is we have no idea when this is going to stop. This could be weeks. This could be months. I guess my first concern was when it came to my mom's work. Yeah. She has some people that she works with that have coronavirus. We have people here in Sonoma County that have coronavirus. But I don't know. I'm just trying to wash my hands more often. I'm trying to not let it consume my life, which can be difficult because it's a really scary thing that is affecting a lot of people. So my sister was texting me about it maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, even it was early. And she was like, are you prepared? Are you stocked up? And I was like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I kind of already always am, but it was ironically just in the last month, like through February, my wife and I had started like I'm like, this freezer's ridiculous. Can we use some of this? We bought this food. We never eat it, and then it's like freezer burned, and then we it dies. It's a waste of money. Can we eat up some of this stuff? So we're finally, like, tearing into the freezer and, like, eating it down. And so it was getting to a reasonable level where the freezer wasn't bursting at the seams. Same thing with the pantry, all yeah. the, you know. And, like, I was, I was like, okay, like, we're in the server not buying as much food. This is great. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Load up. So I will credit my sister because she has people. She knows all kinds of people in crazy industries. And so she was concerned about it early on. And she was right. I was wrong. And, um, and we got that on tape. Put, on that, tape. put that in the promo. Yeah. I was wrong. Hot key. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping babies. <laughs> Never forget. We did. We did do a little techno remix of Tanner saying that last episode. If you missed it at the very end of last episode, he... He had said during the episode that your mom was dropping babies. What? My mom dropped grandma. No, no it was my dad's mom. Yeah, my did, grandma was dropping had, babies at eighteen. Yeah, she had, she had seven kids by the time she was twenty-seven. Techno remix of that at the end of last episode, episode twenty. Dropping, dropping, dropping babies. I'm the one who wanted a number of the episodes, and I always forget what numbers they are. Yeah. Numbers are hard. So has coronavirus really changed your lifestyle at all? Of course, we're staying inside more, but what levels are you changing about your day-to-day life? I invented social distancing. <laughs> it is my lifestyle. It's my brand. I don't like to leave my house. Staying at home and watching Dateline and like playing games on my phone is a way of life, so it's not too different. Because we're still working. We are still working. I mean, it's obviously like I'm not here for eight or nine hours a day. I'm here for like three or three to five ish, just depending. 
So it's limited hours. But even then, it's like I go home, I take off my day leggings and I put on my night leggings <laughs> and I turn the TV on and watch Law and Order. Like, it's not too different for me. I know that it's very difficult for my wife because she does not do lazy well, she's like, well, I sat on the couch for 12 minutes. What are we doing now? Where are we going? I I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> I'm like, you just uh, look, well, I bought you some Legos. Just sit on the couch and build things. <laughs> Lindsay Cole Relax. and Katie just need to hang out, know, go I, for a walk together or something. And Melanie. Yeah. And Melanie, too. <laughs> Spouses. <laughs> oh, the spouse. My girlfriend is driving me insane during all this. Oh, my God. We got that on tape. Yeah. Got that on. Oh, I said that, that every episode. Yeah. I said that on the show this morning because she's making every single excuse to go out and about. Like, I need deal. Yeah. What's the deal with deal? What's the deal with deal? Perfect example. Yesterday, she came home after work, and she was like, I, I have to go to Safeway. I have to go to Safeway. It's an emergency. I was like, oh, well, what do you need? She's like, can you come with me? I was like, well, first I need to hear what we're getting. She's like, I have to get dill. I was like, you can wait on dill. And she's just making all these excuses <laughs> to go. What was it for? I don't know. I still don't know. Salmon? I don't know. What's the dill with dill? What do you put up? What do you use dill for? Pickles. I don't like going grocery shopping as it is. And she's finding all these excuses to go to stores every single day. As far as driving you crazy... How are your significant others? Mine already drives me crazy all the time. <laughs> but no, Why he's kind of the microphone like a rapper. I was right now? <laughs> I was stretching. Yeah, you guys know how Cole is. He's super energetic and outgoing. Well, listeners don't. Yeah, to explain, give me, give me an example. I was. <laughs> Can I finish? <laughs> he was super energetic and outgoing, and his mom actually texted me when she realized we were getting a shelter-in-place order, and she says, you need to treat Cole like Remy, your dog, during this time. Take him for plenty of walks. Make sure he gets <laughs> tired out because he doesn't do well cooped up. And I could see it on the <laughs> on his face yesterday, like... It was almost like seasonal depression. I just saw it, and I was like, are you okay? He's like, I'm fine! <laughs> he was like, I guess we'll just watch a movie or something, which is my dream. Yeah. I'm so tired after work. I just want to watch a movie and cry or eat snacks. snacks. But he's like, let's go for a 50-mile hike and drink beer and chug vodka. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did he this do that? a lot of things. I he's probably that. done it before, but here, this is where we are. And he's furloughed too, right? Yeah, so he'll be laid off for the next couple of weeks until further notice. Now the parks have closed. I was trying to take him to like Spring Lake. We were going to go maybe to Dillon Beach or something while all this was happening. And then they're like, no, you people can't stay six feet away from each other. So we're shutting down the parks. I'm kind of glad they did it because yeah. I, uh, I have a path near my house in Petaluma. And it was loaded on Saturday, loaded, which is in one way very cool, honestly. It yeah. was cool that so many people realize how important the physical aspect is to your mental health. I was like, great. Unfortunately, they didn't remember the social distancing portion. There was a mom with her two kids on bikes, and she just straight up, the path is not wide. The path is four, four feet wide, five feet wide, maybe six, maybe seven. Eight, if we're lucky. Like I said, numbers are hard for Dan. <laughs> Realistically, it was 80 feet. <laughs> a 30-foot wide path. Yeah. It's a football field. She's taking up half, and the kids are taking up the other half, and they're just posted up. 
And so I'm trying to run through and go on my, you know, nine mile run for the IPA 10K, whenever that will happen. That has also been postponed. And I'm sweating and I'm trying not to spit as I run. And, you know, I mean, it's just there's a very interesting social dynamic happening now because yeah. it's, again, kind of nice. People are so nice and they're so in non-corona times. When we're not in the kingdom of Corona, people are very nice and they're very cordial and there's a lot of manners that goes on. Yeah. And a lot of that involves close physical contact, eye contact, handshaking, all of this stuff. And if you if you were to be acting how you are now at normal times, like standoffish from people physically, they would be offended. So, I mean, it's cool that people are that gracious normally, but you have to understand there's nothing social about this. It's, it's about health. I was talking to Lindsay last night kind of about this. The way people are right now is how Seattle is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of, it's raining outside. People are socially awkward. I love it. They must oh, be, sweet home, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they must be crushing it on the distancing up there. It is 100% lockdowns. I mean, just like here, nobody is leaving their homes mm. no matter yeah. what. I had a friend send me a video of the streets. and It was just like one car. Which is crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> I will never forget when... Social distancing first kind of happened. Amber, myself, and Lindsay went to Togo's. This is kind of going on, people being nice and cordial in public. This 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 woman oh, no. opened coughs in the middle of Togo's on Farmer's Lane in Santa Rosa. <laughs> My girlfriend goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're just going to open cough in the middle of public like that? I was, like, staring at the chips, trying to figure out what chips I want, and I heard Lindsay yelling, and I was like, what is happening? She goes, you didn't hear that nasty, wet cough that lady over there just did? And my face turned, like, beet red. I was like, oh, no. Is this what it's going to be like? I was like, like? pitchfork in the fire. Good yeah. God. <laughs> if you're ever, like, a refugee trying to escape, don't bring Lindsay. Yeah. She, oh, will not, she will not play it cool at the border. Uh, she is the world. Hold up a second. These aren't our real papers. Yeah. <laughs> she's the type of person that when the teacher forgets to say, okay, collecting the homework, she's like the person in the classroom be like, we didn't turn in our homework. And everyone in the class is like, I hate you. <laughs> I, she's, you know, she's, she's 100% right, though. I'm glad yeah. that she said that. Again, the social aspect, you don't want to, like, normally you wouldn't slam somebody like that. But this is how serious this <laughs> It stuff was is. a wet and I mean, nasty cough, like, everywhere. I would have just, like, given her a dirty look and just been like, Ugh. it really would have depended on my mood. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I could have let it go. Yeah. I could have went full on Lindsay. You just yeah. never know with me. I mean, I was annoyed, but I was like, but also Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was doing. I was like, oh, do I dude. want the baked lays? That's, or? that's what has been happening to me. I've been eating the green feed, the greens and the vegetable feed bag. Green bean casserole. Gone, doesn't exist. Gone right now. Yeah. It's, it gone? is gone. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, the, His the bag good, salad that he always the kale. Eats? Ah, oh, yes, the, the kale, kale. The ain't happening right now. Nope. It's. I ate a whole bag of Doritos yesterday. Nice. Not, not a little bag. I found some at Trader Joe's called a brookie, which is a brownie and a cookie. <laughs> and it's and, and I it's slammed them in my mouth two, <laughs> two at a time. That you're supposed to like eat little squares of, like yep. one a day. No, that was gone in one a day. Four hours. You're not vitamins That's it. Twenty four hours. That would have down that in an hour, dude. I've been eating a lot of Brussels sprouts for some reason. Delicious. Cole brought a bunch home, and I was like, 
my gas is starting to smell real <laughs> weird. Can we lay off the Brussels sprouts for like a day? And he was like, okay, I'll make asparagus. And I'm like, that's not any better. Katie's eating those like awful sugar cookies with the thick frosting. Oh, yeah, like the How Easter. How dare you call those awful? Yeah, they're well, bad, I don't do dude. sugar. They're I'm, a, oh. I'm a salt. Yeah, I'm a oh. salty gal. Like, oh my I'll God. eat a whole bag of sunflower seeds. That's like my happy place. I those, don't need a cookie. Those are the after church cookies. If you've been to church before, yeah. like when you do have usually Never cookies seen one. afterwards, <laughs> always those cookies. You, you, what you gotta do For is you gotta get reason. two different flavors of them. You gotta stack that like an Oreo. Boom, dude! Use the frosting as its own filling. For some reason, my skin burns when I go near churches. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's so Amber, weird. I think it's an- you'd be proud of this. I've been crushing cold cans of Coke. Just, I mean, just <laughs> crushing. It's in the fridge, and I'm like, ah, it's ten thirty. I <laughs> see. Suck it down. Yeah. Doesn't guys. affect you. Does. I never know what's gonna happen. I need to load up on sugar. Welcome to our lifestyle, dude. I don't, it doesn't affect sparkling me. water. I'm still tired. I'm bad right now. I'm still doing a little bit of exercising, which is good, but it's it's getting. And now the kid, the, the my oldest is back at school, quote unquote school. Mm. That's a disaster. Why? Because you don't know how to teach. <laughs> because we added a goal. We took away two services, and we expect everything to still go as planned. So the goal we added was protecting everyone from COVID-19. Okay. The services we removed are daycare and uh, school itself. And so we're expecting me and wife, who are both also still working full-time, to then be both daycare and school. The I'm fact- trying to imagine you as a teacher right now. <laughs> It's, I mean, hey. we're finding a way to make it work. The teachers, by the way, are working really hard because the t- this is thrust upon the teachers and the county office of ed. Like, hey, figure out how to do it remotely through iPads. Go. Everyone's and, like, I don't know, Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's literally what the state's like. Go, yeah. you know, figure it out. Gavin's like, we'll figure this out. Whatever. Gavin, like, let me slick back my hair. I'll become two-faced later. <laughs> they just thrust it upon them like, we'll do it remotely. And they've done a nice job coming up with it. But the bottom line is, is it's just... It's too much. It's too much on parents to just assume that we can do this for them. Is Melanie home? Yes. She's working from home. I could always just send Cole over there to help. That's the thing. You can't. You're not supposed to. That's why we can't send him to daycare. A number of times I'm like, oh, you could have your mom come over. No, you can't. Over 60 and her dad's got immunocompromised. No way. So it's just, it's this really rare scenario where it's basically like, y'all should have canceled school for kids under eight. You know, if you're in junior high, you probably could have done this. I thought school was 100% canceled. Right, but stop it. Stop expecting me to do this remote stuff. Just three months. It's three months for a kindergartner. Let's cancel it. Yeah. Thank you. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. I mean, how? how Thanks are... for listening to Inside Throwing 92.9. That's that's all we have for the show today. Dano has made the only point he wanted to make, and uh, I think we're good. To, are we ready? All right. Bye, guys. Hey, I'll bring up a great topic. How about this that I'm holding in my hand right here? Anybody want to shout out this brand? KY Jelly. Ew. Oh. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I work with children. <laughs> Why is it next to the Clorox? <laughs> the tissue box. <laughs> and the Combrex. <laughs> Am I reading this label out? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's shout her out. All right, I don't have my glasses. Kim Manley Herbals. KM Herbals 
is out of Dillon Beach, and she stopped by with a case. They make hand sanitizers and other aromatherapy, aromatherapy purifying products. Spray. It's awesome. And in a world where hand sanitizer is going for hundreds of dollars online, she came by and got us a case of this solely because the company needs hand sanitizer. Yeah. And uh, I, have you guys been using it? Do you like it? I love it. Oh, yeah, lathering up. Um, we each got our own individual one, too, and I was, like, really stoked to, like, keep it in my bag and use it. I have other ones, but I like the smell of it. But then I realized that it's – I can't br- I can't bring it home because it's tea tree and it's bad for cats. Oh, is it? Oh. oh, no, crap, is it? Yeah. So oh. I But, I but a- now <laughs> I have my own here in the office, and I don't have to battle for it, yeah. so that's kind of nice. My favorite thing about it is it's like a lotion instead of hand sanitizer. Yes. Hand yes. sanitizer like kind of jacks up my hands yes. after a while. But this is like a lotion, and it feels nice. Yeah, I feel like it single-handedly helped my hands from not cracking and bleeding while I'm at work. Because I'm washing my hands going into the studio, going out of the studio. I'm sanitizing the microphones and the doors and... I'm being Thank that. you for doing that, by yeah, the way. I'm being a true hero. I found all these microphones and mic cords, and I sanitized them did all this morning. Them all? I did, yeah. Every single one. That's my girl. KMHerbals.com. Thank you so much, Kim Manley. They're out of Dillon Beach. They are shipping right now, even through this crisis and this crush of people having nothing available. They have stuff available, so check them out. KMHerbals.com. Thank I, you. I, I'm smelling my hands Ooh. right now. It's both organic alcohol, and it's got the tea tree oil and some other stuff. I mean, like, I'm gonna put, like lemongrass and put grape. some on my hands right now. Oh, okay, let's do it. Oh, wow, wow, look at that. Ooh. Ooh. Well, can you hear that next to the mic? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's doing it. Jen's doing it. Are we supposed to do it now, Tanner? I washed my hands before I came in okay. here. You don't have to. I've been trying to wash my hands more than, I mean, I love this product, but I try to wash my hands more yeah. because it gets the germs like off. Yeah. Off. Yeah. And so I've been at least four times during the show. I wash my hands today. Uh, we read this study that before coronavirus, sixty-nine percent of dudes did not wash their hands after using the bathroom. That is too many guys not washing their hands at home. Mm-hmm. If it's number one, I mean, you know, not always. <laughs> wait, I totally forgot what we were talking. About. Washing your hands. <laughs> I was like, wait, we're I talking did, about baseball. Uh, <laughs> Lisa didn't happen to I you on the show. I don't know if this show. is related, but I did hear on the news yesterday that seventy uh, percent of the people that are mostly affected by this are men. It's because we don't wash our dang hands. Nasty. Because we a bunch of nasty, nasty, <laughs> nasty. Sickos. Yeah. Coronavirus. It's getting real. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> well, Dano, you were talking about Coca-Cola earlier, which reminded me of a story I was telling Jen. Uh, how are you guys, like, emotionally <laughs> during all this? I probably would have been fine if I didn't have to take my cat to the emergency vet. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, I actually took yesterday off because we had a secondary appointment. But the first day, it was like, there's a blockage in the intestines, and we may have to cut her open and clear it out and all this other stuff, and she might have renal failure. And I'm just like, gosh, yo, I don't love anything on this planet more than I love this cat. Mm -hmm. So I was a mess. Um, I'm much better now. She's doing better. Sweet little baby Moo. She is a hit at the vet. She's pretty and she's cuddly, so they all loved her. I'm surprisingly emotionally okay because I'm not normally an emotionally okay person. Amber knows what's up. <laughs> she gets it. I'm not good when my routine is interrupted. 
You know, dogs really like routine, by the way, mm-hmm. and they get depressed if something is wrong with like, the routine. I don't, like, I have, like, an order of operations of how I shower and how I get out of the shower. Use one product out of order, it throws my whole morning off. Really? Yeah. Wow. Slightly OCD. You would have a panic attack watching me get ready in the morning. <laughs> I'm just like a mess. I don't doubt morning. that in yeah. any way, shape, or form. I think I'm still asleep when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning because I don't really remember. <laughs> Some days I'm like, let's get crazy. Let's brush these teeth in the shower. I do no, that. That's what I do, do that. in the morning. No. Yeah. And then I remember it's an electric toothbrush. I should, probably shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's not plugged into an outlet, right? Sometimes. <laughs> just what? I'm just fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, emotionally, yeah, I'm kind of where Jen's at. I feel like I'm built for this. Like, I feel like, <laughs> like a this transformer. Is, I, I, I like, yeah. Do you know how, like, in movies, it's like, you know, in midway through the movie, they're like, it's you, you were the one. And then you realize that they're, they've been secretly training the whole time to be Luke Skywalker or Neo or whoever the one is supposed to be. So what are you training for? This He's is like, Elsa. this is like a combination <laughs> because part of it, so much of this agree with me or disagree with me is similar to the firestorm the the lockdown aspect of it yeah, yeah. the Kinda, disruption yeah. in normal workflow and business the chaos but then the personal part of it for me is i was a major germaphobe from like 15 to 30 about 15 years it's like just very panic attack germaphobe and finally after having kids and working through it in many other facets it's behind me. It's pretty much behind me. And so I feel like I'm watching the rest of the world have anxiety for the first time about touching a doorknob. And I'm like, been there, sister. (laughs) My name's Dan. Welcome to my master class. (laughs) You know, so it's the the combination of the two, I guess I'm doing okay. I could also be covering and, and it could get a lot worse. I mean, you know, if, if one of my kids gets this, I'm worried about my dad. My dad has MS. And he's in San Rafael where there are cases down there and uh, he doesn't see a ton of people, but he's got caretakers who see other people. And that's how this is going. I think just the scariest part is asymptomatic people being contagious. That aspect of it is just so weird because people are like people have said to me, I, I joked online. I was like, I'm not going to Starbucks anymore. And they're like, oh, the drive through is open. And I'm like, yeah, the barista could be asymptomatic and getting everybody sick. And I'm like, God, let me. I love Starbucks. And I'm not trying to say that they are, but that could be anywhere. Yeah. And that's what's so scary. So that that part, I guess, is getting me a little bit. It's so interesting to watch people from where I'm from freak out about this. Because you brought up the fires earlier, and I feel like the fires for me kind of not gave me an understanding, but kind of built up my resilience to this type of chaos. Yeah. To be completely honest, the fires was such a weird, unique, never had an experience like this before. We've been doing it since 2015. Exactly. With the Valley Fire and then our fire and then Paradise and the PSPS and the I mean at this point it's like I don't think anything can really shock me after right. the past five, six years and, here. And that's how I've felt this entire time. Like Sonoma County, if we can get through all the wildfires this community has been through. I know I know Amber and I have only been here for the Kincaid fire. But if we can get through that, we can get through a stinking virus. We just have to wash our hands a little bit more. Yeah. Kind of that perspective of, oh, we have to hang out at home. Well, thank God our houses actually have electricity this time. Exactly. Right yeah. People in Seattle are like, oh, my God, I have to sit inside all day. I'm like, well, at least you have never been worried about your home burning down while you haven't had electricity for three weeks. 
Like, that's perspective. Yeah, it is perspective. And I feel like the East Coast should just be, like, so with hurricanes. Like, I feel like the East Coast, everybody in the East Coast has just got to be, like, because they, they get multiple, multiple, multiple hurricanes or hurricane threats. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they should be very prepared for something. They also like got that. naders. But, Amber, <laughs> Amber, you asked the question, so how are you emotionally? Yeah, so you mentioned chugging a Coke, which I was talking to Jen about earlier. And obviously, like, you guys know, this is not the worst thing that's happened to me this year. So we're <laughs> we're just kind of rolling through one thing after the other. I think Cole and I, but also, you know, all of us here in this room, it's just been this past, like, 12 months. It was like, new morning show country summer and then it's like october fire gilroy shooting the gilroy thing and then like december my accident and then now we're just rolling into the coronavirus and i just got really overwhelmed on sunday because it feels like for the past 12 months i haven't been able to take a breath it's like i've almost been there i'm like okay i'm almost through it i'm getting through it and i'm breathing i'm breathing and then it's like i can't catch my breath and i think that especially for tanner and i we haven't really like stopped since we got here like we haven't really just been like oh i get a rest for a second let's put our feet up for a second during the amber (laughs) show down and chill for a minute it's been the most interesting 365 days for a morning show to launch which is soon you haven't stopped being the number one morning show either but no i was feeling really overwhelmed on sunday and uh i was laying in bed and i asked i was like kind of already crying and i asked cole to bring me a coke because i find comfort in drinking coca-cola for some reason and it's like how i've always been especially when i was a kid and they put the coke in my hand and i just like stared at it and i just started crying even more and he was like what's wrong and i was like i don't know it just made me miss home so much and it was like a whole spiral because even though i wanted to go home and like see my grandparents and see my family i can't right now mm-hmm. and that freaked me out i was like even if i wanted to find some sense of comfort and like a hug from my grandma i can't get that right now so that was you know really bothering me on sunday and then he was just kind of like it's been a hard year it has not been easy and it not it's not that like i'm not thankful for everything but it's been a tumultuous year i would yeah. say here i was actually i want to say happy but you know the various things that have happened these calamities that have happened to the show and not a lot of people know about them some of them aren't even public but every time another one happens i'm just like god these poor kids like Four twenty nine and twenty four year old. I, <laughs> I just I feel very responsible because you know I was part of the decision, part of the team that brought you guys here. I love working with you, and I'm like, can we just can I get a month with this show <laughs> to not have something insane happen? And so at least with this, this is not just California. Yeah, because like I feel like everything <laughs> else is just like, welcome to California. Like everything's on. You know, <laughs> and by dad. the way, taxes are triple from yeah. where you're from. So, <laughs> but I, I think I said before this, I was like, we're a, you're a, you're an earthquake away from like the California disaster family four pack or Not something like that. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to like two or three or four, even five years from now when things have kind of like settled a little bit and it's not so crazy here. And Amber and I were like, remember that first year (laughs) (laughs) where it felt like our hair was on fire all the time. You know, (laughs) we should release a one year anniversary shirt line with Amber and Tanner of all of the things they have 
God. <laughs> just a uh, list on the Overcome and sell them for charity. <laughs> so bad. Therapy helps. <laughs> yes, therapy is wonderful. Jen, you've been in radio for a decade. Or more, yeah. I mean, how many of these things have happened to you? I mean, just the three fires, right? I mean, before the Kincaid fire, the two fires, I mean, anything else? Maybe Sandy Hook. Las Vegas. Vegas. Uh, Puerto, oh, Re- Puerto Rico flooding the same week. Yeah, but, I mean, there's... Especially locally. Oh. This, this, yeah, this sorry, like, sense of lockdown. It just changed the freaking narrative. I know it's only been, like, five years since the Valley Fire, but, like, if I hadn't have actually sat down and thought about it, I would have told you that that fire was over a decade ago. It's just been a long, like, a long five years. And it's just been jam-packed with all this stuff. And it's like you almost don't remember what it was like to work in this industry before it was like, all right, it's Saturday at 6 o'clock, but you got to get to the studio because we're simulcasting KS Row because there's another national emergency or local emergency. (laughs) It's just the new norm now. Before it was just like, you know, Bob and Sherry are playing, you know, I got to go in and press a button. Some of that is our company is very, very active because we have a strong commitment to Sonoma County. So when something happens, yeah, we do go hands on on deck. Yeah. So there's and there are other companies who in other markets who wouldn't do that. Part of that is just in our nature. I just feel like in my history of doing radio, it's about 14 years you know, it had been like one or two of these things, and it's now it's like three in one year. Yeah. And so I'm blaming both of you. Yeah, you yeah. should. We Amber. brought we brought the ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> Bad juju. No. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, we bring the tenators to <laughs> Sonoma County. <laughs> the rain and the naders. No, I I kind of agree that it's it has been something about the past couple of years. Like something I learned in class, like in my media classes or whatever, University of Georgia education. threw at me there's like something called mean world syndrome where you are so overexposed to like the news and social media and things like that that you start to believe there's everything that is happening the world is just mean and bad and i used to try to like keep that in mind being a journalist of sorts was like okay not everything's bad you're just overexposed to it but now in the age of like social media, we are super overexposed to it. And especially us in this industry, we're overexposed to it. But I don't think I've ever been somewhere in my life where this much stuff has happened. And my grandmother was like, is it California or what? She's like, because I'm just like, I don't know if it's because you've moved out there or what it is, but I'm just constantly seeing bad stuff in the news about California. And I was like, I think it's just recent years with the fires and this Bay Area lockdown and things like that. I don't know. It's just crazy. I think drawing on those prior experiences, though, I mean, we're in it. With Kincaid, we were in it. And then before you know it, it's just over. And there's never really an end point. There's just a day where you wake up and it's just sort of like a little bit. It's like, it's like it halves. It's like half-life on radiation. Like it's just pretty much you wake up one day and you're like, it's just kind of done. I don't even remember the day where they said like the, the Tubbs fire was officially out. That was yeah. never like a big, like, we got it, bump it yeah. up, throw a parade. It's just sort of like, okay, well, now we're worried about the devastation. We're not even worried about the fire being out. During Kincaid, there was kind of a moment where it felt like it was finally over. My electricity, I, I credit Bennett Valley in Santa Rosa for being the first place to always shut electricity 
<laughs> off and being the last ones to turn. It's a hurricane on. in Florida. Shut up, Bennett Valley. Yeah. Case. <laughs> That's seriously how it freaking is, and it drives me insane. But the moment Kincaid ended for me was when electricity came back on. That's when I was like, okay, this is finally over. And with coronavirus, it's going to be a lot longer until it's over. The, the, the fade out, it's almost going to be like, oh, remember coronavirus was a thing? Wow, that was crazy, wasn't it? But right now, I counted two days ago. How many coronavirus posts in a row are on my Facebook feed? And I counted mm. 46. Mm. 46 in a row. In a row on my feed were about wow. coronavirus. And I've been staying away from most social media, as right. I normally do, but even more so. It's just, yeah, the lines are long. Yeah, there's no toilet paper. Um, thank you. That was a very helpful Facebook post. There's no toilet paper anywhere. We're aware. What I'm worried about, I have some plenty. I know. <laughs> Steal that from me. No. Your boy. I got my own stash. I know what I'm doing here. I am concerned that there's going to be that intermediate point where it's like things are sort of better mm-hmm. and they might lift the shelter in place order and then everybody gets back, gets back to it. Well, it's not like the virus got completely killed. Right. What Could there be a second back? surge? I don't think this community, this country, could handle a second shelter-in-place order. And there's honestly, a, a, God love Mark Essick and the Sheriff's Department, there is not enough person power to l- actually physically lock down 500,000 people in just yeah. Sonoma County alone. There's just not. You can't lock down that many roads. You can't, I mean, maybe, maybe I hope I'm wrong. But if they had to do a second or a third shelter-in-place order, if it came back in some way, I just don't know. People would be so mad. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if there's like a third? It's straight it's like up rioting. But a third? Straight up rioting. People would be outraged. Well, so. Peter Finch was talking about on the news today where the police and the sheriff's office said they're not going to try to, like, you know, pull people over or anything like that. They yeah. just are hoping that people are using discretion. And oh, like, like having softball like, practice in Petluma, which I saw? Uh, Yep. I mean, well, I, I know at the beginning they said they weren't going to pull people over. I believe they did start pulling people over last night between, I think it was 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. because no stores are open and you shouldn't be out. But, I mean, we are an essential business. We're a media and we're a news source. I mean, we've got important information coming through that we need to make sure that our listeners are getting. So like I took the advice of the president of our company and he said to print out the order and highlight the part that says, if you work in radio to be there and have your business card and it's sitting on my passenger seat just to be safe. I don't have a business card. Do you really not? No, I don't either. We have business cards. No. Well, they do. We should get you some. Yeah, of those. we don't. The ones that I have, I believe we purchased when Courtney still worked here, wow. and that's been a few years. So, Ooh. oh, we got some old Robin Joss cards. Yeah, we'll just. You oh, can I mean, we're basically them anyway, right? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Robin Josh? Josh? Well, I don't want to keep everyone too long. Yeah, you know, I felt like we should get together and talk about this. The whole point of the podcast is for everyone to get to know us, see what happens behind the scenes of the station, and also. Hear about our real lives. This is that real life stuff. And some of it's, you know, laugh worthy. Some of it's been us complaining today. And uh, we are inconvenienced. Uh, nowhere near as bad as those who've lost somebody. Wow. Those yeah. who are sick. Those who are, those who are sick and have recovered. Nurses and doctors. And, and how about law enforcement who are expected to enforce some of the stuff? They could be dealing with asymptomatic people and getting it themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, all of our 
criticisms and things we're going through are valid because it's difficult. But I also just think it's important to remember that, you know, there's this is it's just so strange. It's just not that serious for some people. It's zero is symptoms for other people and it's death for others. It's just so random. Yeah. It's, it's it's so you just really can't feel one way about it. Yeah. We just have to remember this too shall pass. Simple as that. And be kind to the people that have to be out there and working at your grocery stores and your Costco's. It's not yeah. their fault that there's no toilet paper or Clorox wipes or whatever you're looking for. Uh, they are putting themselves at risk as are our nurses and our police officers and our fire. Just treat people with kindness. It's so funny because Cole went to Walgreens a couple of days ago to look for like one of those sticky hanger things that you put on your back of your door to like hang oh, stuff yeah. or like, hang pictures or anything with. Like the three, command. command. Command strip. Yes. One of those thingamabobs. So he was trying to hang my robe up on the back of the door with one. And he went to Walgreens and was like, hey, do you guys have any? And she, he said that he could see the look on the person's face, just like immediate defeat, because she thought he was going to ask her about Aww. toilet paper. Hey, do you guys have any toilet paper? And as soon as he said command strip, she was like, oh, I think I thought you were going to ask me if we had any toilet paper. Like, I'm so glad that you're asking about something that I can actually help you with. Like, point in this direction of the store. I don't know. That was surreal to me. And it goes with what Jen's saying. Just be kind. Try not to be crazy about the toilet paper. (laughs) You know, they always told me there'd be empty shelves and bread lines and checks from the government under Bernie. But it actually happened under Trump. Hmm. Woo! Hot take. Look, I didn't get political. I didn't either. That's uh, actually not political. That's real. That's what's, that's actually really. That's why I think it's so funny. Yeah. It's like billionaires. <laughs> is that this, billionaires. all of these things that they said that they would happen? Like if, if you ever elect a socialist president, these things will happen, and the exact opposite is happening. It's kind of not necessarily his fault, but it's just that's how it's, how it's rolled out. <laughs> this morning, Tanner said. <laughs> he goes. He goes if you had told me two months ago that there would be a global pandemic, I would have said, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, dude, that was so profound. But, but seriously. I, 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 really, seriously. I really love your impression of me, by the way. Do I sound like that? <laughs> What's your... You would have told me. What's your impression of her? About the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, we'll wrap up. Just the eye roll emoji. I was trying to think of one, but I've never done an Amber impression. Well, you think about that. Hit me next episode with the Amber. Ooh, next episode, we'll all do impressions of each other. I don't know if that's a good idea. (laughs) Do you really? HR? I don't know if the microphones can handle me being that loud. You'll all just show up late and be me. (laughs) Ooh, boo. Self-burned. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here, for doing it um, under uh, strange circumstances. You know, all things considered might have some exciting news next week about the podcast so i might have that to share which is going to be pretty cool if this is your first time listening to an episode hey welcome we do this every week in fact there's like 25 others to listen to so uh depending on the platform you're listening on hit subscribe uh do tell a friend we we thrive and we succeed on uh the word of mouth so if you liked it if you enjoyed hanging out if you know someone who likes froggy 92.9 float out the podcast to them tell them what they think see what they think don't forget you can also listen both on uh all the podcast platforms and the new froggy 92.9 app which if you haven't downloaded it yet i mean we send push notifications when new episodes drop so check that out that's in the app store 
We'll see you next week, and you can hear, listen to the next episode right now. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already, and stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.